what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 21, volume 2 of Big Fan, your wives and also your best friend's favorite podcast. My name is Chad East and I'm a big fan of, this is going to be a long one, Hank. I'm a big fan of anxiety and excitement of first day of school, especially living through your daughter's eyes. Also, Weekends when you have reservations at the finest restaurant in Asheville, but your Airbnb that you rented and the company that surrounds you is so extremely excellent, you cancel the reservation, sit on the deck, listen to Sam Cooke, and sing at the top of your lungs with your best college friends under the stars. And last but not least, mustard. (laughs) Thank God you left us with mustard, because that second one was ridiculous. Yeah, that's a long one, isn't it? Hello, everybody. My name is Hank Cameron. I'm a big fan of weekends in Asheville at 65 degrees. Mm-hmm. First day of school excitement, unlike yours. Okay. T-minus two days to my only fantasy football draft. we. So, you were in Asheville the same time I was in Asheville. This weekend. Doing probably very similar things, you would think. Well, let me guess what you were doing. What was I doing? Okay, you were eating very little. <laughs> yes. Playing golf. Yes. Uh, fantasy football drafting. Yes. Indulging in Absolutely. everything. Everything, yes. Okay? Yes. Sleeping in late. Yes. Feeling awful all day. Yes. Repeat. Times three. Yes. Okay. Bingo, bingo, bongo. We so got was I all. doing that same thing? Yeah, what were you doing? I was not. I was at a kid's soccer tournament yeah. the entire week. So weekend. let me go through what you did. You were listening to Screaming Parents. Yes. Drinking probably lukewarm Pepsi from the concession stand. Maybe half of a hot dog with relish. They don't serve this kind <laughs> they of don't, thing. Really? You have to pack your own thing. Oh, These gosh. fields were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Okay? And, you know, you know Asheville. It's topographies everywhere, you know. <laughs> and so you get on these fields, and you are in the middle literally of nowhere. So you've got coolers and stuff like that. And, you know, we, we do the baseball thing. We haven't done travel soccer right. all that much. It's a different level of parent involvement. I feel like. Well, explain it to me, because I've, I've been involved in travel soccer for the last six years, but baseball I'm not familiar with, so tell me how they differ. Okay, so, you know, travel baseball, and it might be just because I coach, you yeah. know, and I'm on the field, and I'm giving instruction and everything. Parents get crazy, right? But there's a fence okay, that separates mm-hmm. them and everybody else. And a coach's job, and they don't, everybody doesn't do it well, is to, to stop them from going crazy and yelling at their kids, coach, you know, just cheer, have fun at the game, whatever. The direction, the coaching that the parents are doing and shouldn't do from this on the soccer field, like because the coach is on the other side of the field, right? And at some point, they're like, right. push up, push up, push up, make the pass, make the pass, <laughs> slide tackle him, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. throw yes. in, throw in, it's our yeah. ball, it's our ball, you know, corner, right? And there's so much coaching and not real great coaching, <laughs> terrible coaching, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I felt like that was a, a, a shock because I sat there and I watched and I didn't have to coach and I love right. what a difference not coaching to observing it's night and day right? night and day night and day what do you like better coaching or observing coaching yes okay very good so how did the team how they make out nashville their first is this their first travel tournament of first tournament yeah first tournament so uh they went into the first game not knowing what to expect you know just practiced a handful of times together yeah and they lost five one okay five one harris had the only goal wow yeah yeah. so he uh had a cleanup goal uh came back the next game a couple Hours later, lost 2-0, lost the next day 2-0. Yeah. Close games. Just, you know, what's funny is young kids just, you know, it just takes time on the field learning. 
don't pass to their feet, pass to the corner. You know, I mean, right. just like it's just playing. Yeah. And um, the good thing about that team is every time they got, got off the field, they're smiling, had a good time. It's not like I feel like our, the parents have done a pretty good job of, like, making it. It's, it's 10-year-old soccer. Sure. It's not, you know, crazy soccer. So it was, uh, it was fun. We had a good time. We got to stay, you know, hotel. Hotel. Get any other dude grilling out hamburgers and scorching his hand <laughs> no, like no, like the baseball no, no, tournament. No, no. No, My daughters love that story. Did just they? the sound of. <laughs> it was awful. I had to revisit that one day. But no, it was a uh, pretty quiet. Yeah, pretty quiet up there for us. Which I know I went to bed early that night. I think that Saturday night I went to bed about ten fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah. That was probably about the time that you were getting it right. Well, our fantasy draft. I don't even think started until then. I mean. It was quite the weekend. And let me begin my story of Asheville first by saying all my buddies that came from Denver and Texas, they come from Texas? Anyway, from wherever they came from, half of them listen to the big fan. Yes. They really do. And they're very impressed by you, Hank. Oh, wow. So they all ask, like, so how do you know? Tell me Hank's story. We want to know more about Hank. And they asked about our producing team, Moose, and there in the window. They asked about you, buddy. So anyway, I was I was like, man, that's pretty nice of you that guys to cool. really to support us and actually listen. Don't just say you listen, but they really listen because they were asking me questions about podcasts from like four episodes ago. Like, so how did it turn out? Oh, you know, nice. they the Smithfield. Uh, walking on a volcano thing or whatever you yep. said. They all knew about the Smithfield tournament. So anyway, I, I appreciate all my buddies that actually listen to the podcast. Nice. So we get there on a Thursday, and Asheville's typically, you know, the temperature's kind of cool, and, you know, it's like a, a laid-back environment. That's what Asheville is. We get up there to play golf, and it's 94 degrees on a Thursday. It is it is so hot. Uncharacteristic. Uncharacteristically hot for, hot, for Asheville. And... Uh, so it's like that eighth hole, and my buddy was like, holy cow, I thought you guys said it was cooler up here in the mountains. Well, all of a sudden, you hear this little wind blow, Hank, and we look to our left, and there is a storm of brewing. And so the storm comes in, crash, lightning crash, and we have to come off the golf course, sitting under at the bar just watching lightning. I'm talking lightning's hitting all over the place. How happy are you that you had that little lightning bar? Oh, yes, the little 40-minute kind of escapade to the bar where we get to sit down, catch up. We're talking. A couple of these dudes I haven't seen in 364 days. You know, We're catching up, talking about kids, talking about sports, all the stuff that dudes do, talking about NC State Wolfpack. And so – the 45 minutes, the, the, it, we're sitting there having a ball. The lightning subsides. The rain stops. And all of a sudden, the temperature has just dropped 24 degrees. Now it's like 72. We get to play the rest of the round in 70-degree temperature. I wax that tail on these dudes, too. I bring the – I brought some good golf game. Did you? Yeah, shot 79, whooped them all. Uh, it's 79, Moose. I know that's not a good score for you, buddy, but that's a good score for me, okay? Pretty good, pretty good. Big Thank thumbs you. up for yeah, Moose. Yeah, big thumbs up for Moose. So anyway, that's how it starts. We find out that the golf course and our house, which is about five minutes away, is literally one minute away from that Sierra Nevada brewery. Oh. I mean, the golf we course is— We were right is, there, too. Dude, I'm telling you, isn't that weird? You were the exact—probably within 10 miles of where we were, and I had no idea you no were in Nashville. But anyway, so we leave the golf course, a couple cats go to the grocery store, gather all the stuff we need, and the rest of us were like, let's go see what this place we rented. Have you rented. not been there before? No, 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 we, no we, this isn't Sierra Nevada. This is going to our compound that compound. we rented. Okay. And so we saw pictures of it, and we read about it, and it looks really, really cool online. But one of our buddies who lives in Asheville, or his par- uh, parents live in Asheville, did some reconnaissance the week before and rode up and just started snapping pictures. And from his pictures, we were like, this might not be the best. It didn't really look that nice, right? Right. And so everybody's probably like. And this is in a neighborhood. This is it. Well, it's a neighborhood, but it's away from other homes. It's like literally a compound on acres of land, has a trout pond in the back, a creek that runs behind it, enough yard in front of the house to have a full 11 on 11 football game. I mean, it's a massive place. And it has a side house called the Beekeeper's Cottage where I stayed, the side beekeeper's cottage by yourself no with a couple of my buddies but see away from the rest of the big crew because we have our own little little house it was unbelievable so we pull up and we're going through this dirt road like winding dirt road away from the main road like you know at least 
a solid three minute drive. And I'm like, holy cow, we're really getting back in here. And then you can see the mountains and the mountains are getting closer and closer. And I was like, is this really our, this is our little land right here. And then I take a look to the left and there is this beautiful, I'm talking about beautiful, sprawling like cottage that looks like it should not belong here. It is I can't even get, do it justice. It's just beautiful with the beekeeper's cottage right beside it, connected by this, um, how do I explain it? It's like this overhang with these ceiling fans. It looks like something that would be in Colorado. Like these ceiling fans are dropped down. It's got this huge stone fireplace. All it's so like a patio, covered patio. Covered patio, but massive. But massive. Like on a scale, like 20 people could sit under it. Right. And you've got fans going. You you know, it's got everything. And I was right. like, Holy cow, we came 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 to the right place. Yes, absolutely. So we park the cars. I go to the beekeepers. A couple other people come over there. Chad bag in there. Chad bag in the beekeeper's cottage. Everybody else goes to the main floor. We're walking inside there, and we're like, dude, this is way too nice for us to stay. There is like artwork on the walls worth, you know, thousands, ten, twenty, thousands and thousands of dollars. And I'm like, dude, I know what these dudes do at a place for fantasy football. There might be a mustache drawn on that woman on that $25,000 piece of that. art. You know, we do not need that. So anyway, we made some ground rules that nobody can touch the artwork. Let's, let's be adults. We're 40-plus years old now. Let's be mature. And we handled it very mature. We really did. I've, I've got it. I'm so proud of my, my dudes. We, cook, they, we, cooked, we cooked every meal like good food, too, not like pizzas. We made steaks and ribs. Well, I didn't make it, but they did, and I ate maybe a pickle or two. Yep. And uh, anyway, we had all these just grand plans. We were supposed to go tubing on Friday. We were supposed to uh, go eat at this really nice restaurant Friday. But once we got to the compound, we were all just like, why would we ever want to leave here? So we made fires every morning, every day in the huge stone fireplace, listened to music, ate, talked. Did you ever leave? Except to get we, like well yeah we left we went to Sierra Nevada on Saturday they had live music playing at noon and so we and it was five minutes away and so we left to go there hung out there for about four or five hours played cornhole a ton did you and, walk down to the river to that the bar at the river there's a bar down there yeah where at Sierra Nevada yeah where the stage is you walk past the stage all the way down to the to, river didn't even know that existed. Yeah, Sierra Nevada. When I pull in there, can you imagine the amount of money that they I, put in that the place? driveway alone? I'm like, where are we going? Is we going to the Biltmore House? This exactly. is unbelievable. Exactly. And so we and it's it's meticulous. That's because their twelve their twelve packs are yes, twenty five dollars a piece. Very true. It was rather reasonable though. Like you get a beer there. I think it was four bucks, maybe. Yeah. You know, very yeah. reasonable. But. The band was playing. Maybe that's why we didn't walk down there because the band was on stage. Maybe we didn't want to walk by the band because I probably would have tried to get on the stage and sang my do-do-do. I mean, I would have sang something, Hank, you know? So anyway, we didn't do that, but we hung out at Sierra Nevada for several hours. It was cool. Weather was cool. Dude, 74 degrees. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, you cannot beat this. And then we come back, and then we start the draft probably about 9 o'clock, and the funniest thing of the draft this my good buddy Kevin McMahon, who is the biggest fan of Big Fan. He's the guy that talks about it all the time. Goes to the draft board, puts Andrew Luck's name up on the draft board within because we didn't know what had yeah. happened. No one knew, and then people's phones had that little da na da na na. So everybody's little ringer thing is going off, and it read Andrew Luck just retired. And so we're showing it to him, like, dude, Andrew Luck just retired, and he thought we were playing a gag on him. He's like, y'all are crazy, man. Y'all are stupid. We're like, nah, dude, Andrew Luck has retired from football, which in its own, that's crazy, crazy, right? Who would have ever thought that? So anyway, he puts the Andrew Luck sticker on the board. Three minutes later, Andrew Luck retires. That's the way the draft went. It was awesome. Yeah, a lot of of drafts, I think, had that that happen. And, uh, I think Andrew Luck got a raw deal on this whole thing. I mean, for people booing him, yeah, it's ridiculous. Man, it's ridiculous. This dude gave his heart and soul. You know what to kind of city. like mental, like anguish he must have been in to Certainly. make that decision? Absolutely. You know, I mean, nobody wants to retire, especially not that guy. Yeah, yeah because he's king dingling when it comes to quarterbacks, top five in the world. Yeah, and you know. It took everything he had to get up there and, and actually say, guys, I, I can't do it anymore. Think how hard that would have to hurt his heart I almost to want say that. Indianapolis to suck this year because yeah. of it. 
And it probably wasn't all the fans, bro. It's probably one dude that drank four Bud Lights, you know, and he's Wearing hanging a out. Denver jersey. You know, it's one of those dudes who said, boo. That guys, guys like that are ridiculous. The normal indie fans, I'm sure they have mad respect yeah. for Mr. Luck. Yeah. Yeah, because he Because it, it was a raw deal. Yeah. Like, I mean, gave you know, it his all. You, you got to imagine the, I mean, mentally what he must have gone through. To- Did you read his list of injuries? Yeah, it's crazy. Ruptured spleen, broken ribs. Something ankle, something leg. Uh, Do we know how much multiple money he's concussions? Made? He's made a hundred and ten million dollars. Peace, peace. We out. We out. And plus, he's brilliant guy. He's an art. He went to Stanford. He's got an architect degree. He's an architect, so he can do whatever he peace. wants to. Yeah. Bye, Indy. Yeah. Bye, Indy. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. So anyway, the the draft wraps up, and this is the other thing about being mature. As my friends, we've grown old, older. Normally, trips would last, you know, or we we go to bed late, like 4 o'clock in the morning. We went to bed midnight, two nights in a row. It's like you're eight years old. (laughs) Exactly. And we would get up, you know, people were rising at 7, 7 7.30. I I was able to sleep till 9 one morning. But besides that, we're up at 7, 7.30. Got aprons on. Yeah, making bacon. Grits, bacon. Coffee, there's biscuits. You can just smell it when you walk from the beekeeper's cottage like to the Folgers main house. Commercial. It was unbelievable. And anyway, just I want to say this might be the top three fantasy draft I've ever had in my life. Really? I'm not kidding. It, oh, was, it sounds it was lovely. Just, it was just perfect. That's what it was. It was lovely. There was no chaos like normally right. happens where somebody's taking a, a garbage can and pouring it. In. <laughs> That's happened. His wife's car was below us on the second floor at the beach. Her sunroof is down. He takes a garbage can, not realizing that it's his car, his wife's car with a sunroof down, empties the garbage can. It goes through the sunroof into his wife's car. Broken glass. Just everything you can think of inside the car. Gross. That's chaos. That's We don't need that when we're 40. No. You know? No. You don't need that when you're 22. No. But it's happened with this group, so nothing like that happened. It was just a lot of hugs, a lot of singing, a lot of stories. A lot of love, Hank. You've, you're all grown up. We're all grown up. You're man. all grown up. Now, that might not happen at our draft <laughs> yes. on this Friday. I'm Which, looking forward to it. I've got to be up early. But, you know, the, on Saturday, because I've got to be in Morganton on Saturday morning, but I, I kind of feel like this one's going to be a little bit different. I have the same feeling. I have the same feeling. So have you seen the weather forecast? No. It's supposed to not a raindrop inside. It's supposed to be lovely. We know meteorologists don't know crap. It's very true. It'll probably be pouring down rain and a hurricane will pass through. (laughs) But anyway, if it doesn't, we a typhoon. We'll be on the lake and you'll see a damn, (laughs) what do they call those? Water funnel might pop up. Sure. Uh, But anyway, the the company that we're going to be around and. Because we have guests. Selectors, special guests coming in from all over the state, yeah. you know, to be a part of this draft. And uh, the other thing is, it's rare. It's so rare that that this group. It's uh, basically once this whole group gets together one time a year. Like yeah. we, like in small groups, we we'll get right. together, but one big group, it's once a year. And yeah. so we kind of live for this for this day. I can't wait for yeah, it. It's right around the corner. Cornhole tournament starts at five thirty, I believe. So is that what it is? I, don't, it. I, I didn't. I didn't hear the agenda. Yes, yet, just mark but, it on. Uh, I'm ready a, for that. There's a boat ride if you can get to it on Lake Hickory. Uh, there's two boats going out three o'clock to create like a little caravan of boats around three. If you can get away, if you sold that last house on Friday. Close that deal. I, was and say, say, I actually have to work on Friday, so okay. I don't think I'm going to be able to we'll make it out. Close there. that last deal and get out there. Okay. Right? All, All right. right. Do I'll, that. I'm going to do that. Yeah. So it should be a lot of fun. So uh, that was kind of the Asheville trip in a nutshell. Okay. You know, it's just it's really really good. And so we come back on a Sunday. Well, guess what Monday is was was last week, Hank, or this week? First day of school. It's the first day of school. But you were seepy. <laughs> <laughs> I was very seepy, but I. I knew I know how important first day of school are to kids because I I was a kid. I remember the anxiety, yeah. the excitement, but the stress, the happiness and the sadness. All these emotions balled into one little ball yeah. that sits inside a little eight year old stomach. You, you remember know, I, this? I think I saw pictures of your daughters for the first day, like your wife put on Instagram yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And um Lucy Rose looked Pretty excited, like Jack. Like she knew the fight that she was going into. Yes. Olivia looked a little nervous. She did look a little nervous. Absolutely. Let's talk about this. She did look a little nervous. Lucy Rose going into fifth grade. Big man on campus. Balls. Right. Balling. Oakwood. I own this school. That's that's My her hall. confidence level when she walks in, you know. My hall. My hall, exactly. Who are you? What'd you say, teacher? You know, yeah. she's, uh, she's running stuff. 
Olivia, who's run stuff. She's been to Oakwood. She's yeah. been fifth grade before. She was at Grandview in eighth grade. Now she's a freshman. Low man on the totem pole. The bottom level, brother. Yeah. Bottom level. So it was a the discrepancies of their emotion, their their excitement level of going to first day was just unbelievable. Like nine day. Yeah. We'll say nine day. So tell me a little bit about Harris's uh, adventure to first day, and then I'll tell you a little bit about my girls. You know, fourth grade, he's kind of getting in that mode where yeah. big man on campus kind of True. feel, right? And so uh, he left. We left that morning. We had a little bit of chaos getting into it. Um, but he was excited, like super excited. You know, when you go look at your classroom, he's never had it where his, his boys, it's like one's in that class, sure. one's in this class. One's never there. together, yep. So when we go to sneak peek at the class, we look at the, the roster of everybody in it. He's like, boom, Nicholas, <laughs> boom, Alan, boom, Got Miles, him. boom. Like every, everything was perfect, right? Oh, that's wonderful. And so it like all came together, right? Yeah. So he couldn't have been more excited. Yes. So, you know, he got his gear all ready the night before. Got to get back, you know, ready. Let me get my, my clothes right, That's everything. Right. So, like, got all ready, still excited as he could be. Goes to school. And, you know, school is a funny thing because I don't know if his expectation is going to be met. You know, like, is, it, is he really going to come back as excited as he went in? Yes. So I let him off, high fives, go get him, brother, you know, have right. a good day. He comes back. Jacked. <laughs> really? Jacked. Loved it. You know Incredible. the thing that he loved the most? What's that? Flexible seating. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about this new invention, flexible seating. Tell me I how was, this works. I was, when he said it, I laughed in his face. <laughs> flexible seating? <laughs> I was like, he goes, Dad. you know what the greatest part of this whole thing is? And I was like, maybe your boys? I don't know. Maybe you got something cool yeah, at lunch? Cool what stuff at lunch, yeah. What? what was it? He was like, flexible seating. <laughs> I was like, all right, tell me a little bit more about that. He was like, they got yoga balls? They've got laundry baskets with pillows in them. They've got park benches. They've, anywhere you want to sit. Wow. You can sit. You can sit on the floor. You can sit on your desk. I don't care. Just get ready to sit anywhere you want. Can you blame a flexible seating? Sounds remarkable. Do you know what? Sounds remarkable. It's liberating. And that's what yes. I, I told him. I was like, you know, you've been confined to that seat for three years, yeah. and now you're just... You ready to get out? That's dangerous, though. You put flexible seating in the hands of a wrong little boy, boy or girl, who knows where they're going to be? You know, they might get on that yoga ball and they might toss it at little Sally or pick up the laundry basket and put it on Nicholas's head. Who knows what could happen? Who knows? Wild stuff with flexible seating. So, um, (laughs) you know, but all in all, you know, he's still going into it. And we talked about, I think we've talked about this on other shows. We got like, the rules when we go into school, you know, yeah. it's, 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 you know, you got to remember to be a leader. You got to remember to listen in class. You got to remember to do, you know, do the things that we're all the, these mm-hmm. ideas that we work on all the time. And, um, one of them, you know, I, and I love it that he holds true to it. Like when I was in the shower, he came into the bathroom and I said, what's, what's our plan this year? He's like, don't let anybody get picked on. Mm-hmm. Right. And help whoever needs to have help. Good plan. I was yeah. like, those are two to live by there. Yeah. Right. So I, it's always funny, the big man, but that, that may not run true when he turns into sixth grade, gets two eighth graders bullying up on somebody. He might sure. not want to step up to him. He'll it, figure it out. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, B. Yeah. How about, so you were talking a little bit about, you know, Lucy's probably in the same boat as Harris, like you said. She Olivia, was very excited. What was her day like? So let's talk about this. Orientation before high school was the week prior, okay? And so I was able to attend the Monday edition of the orientation. So I haven't been inside that high school. That's where I went to school. That's where you went to school. I've not walked inside that building. It's been, I'm not going to say it's been 20 years, but it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. So I walk in there, you know, just, I'm, I have. Into the mall. Into the mall. I, I'm, I've got a melancholy attitude, really thinking like, God, I really don't want to be here. You know, I don't want to be here. It was six o'clock on a Monday. Just really don't want to be inside here for orientation. But I walk in instantly. I am transported because of this. I walk. The smell is the exact same smell that we had when we were in the high school. It smells exactly the same. Blood and puke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so it's that smell. And I'm walking down the hall, and I'm like, all these not emotions, but memories start. Right. Boom, boom. I remember what happened right here. I remember a fight being here. I remember I dropped my my book bag here. I remember a hoodie 
fell down the stairs here. You know, yes. all these things are like just crashing back in my mind. Then as I'm getting, you know, all these things are, are floating in my mind, I look right, and there's the hall where my locker used to be. And I haven't been down that hall in 20-plus years. Do you remember your locker code? I do. I knew it, I know it starts with 36, but I can't remember the other digits. Imagine if you went in there and opened and, that thing back up. But the funny thing is, they don't even use lockers in the high school anymore. They don't allow you to use lockers. So the lockers, you remember when we used to have them, they were like yay, and they were halfway, somewhere at the top and somewhere at the bottom. Now they're like this thin, and they're like this big. You can't put anything in there. You could barely put a credit card in there or a lunchbox. This seems very it's, unusual. Why even have a locker if they're right. so small? So anyway, I asked Olivia, I was like, do you use your locker? She's like, nobody uses lockers. Nobody. The other interesting thing. And I'll get back to the orientation in a second. So do you remember we would have loads of books that we would keep in our lockers? That's why we had bigger lockers. Now, they don't really carry books. They just have a, they have a laptop. Right. That's what they carry around. You know, it's, just, it's completely different than when we went to school. So anyway, orientation, I'm, I'm, I'm getting nostalgic. You know, I'm walking around like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. And so I'm starting to get really excited. Like, my heart is beating fast like oh felt like i was going back to high school just right. incredible so uh they were like the orientation is in the library jennifer's behind me and a couple other girls who didn't go to hickory and they're like where's the library i was like just follow me i know exactly where the library is this is my school yeah. follow me so they follow me to the library we open it up and the one thing that i remember about when opening that door to the library back in the day i used to think the library was massive i just remember feeling like it was really big we walked in there i was like this place is teeny. There's hard, there's only a hundred books in here. I used to think there were a million books. There, oh, yeah. There's hardly any books in here. But anyway, so that kind of blew me away. But I remember the same little area where the desks were for study hall. They're still there. Um, it, it looks exactly the same. It's just to me, my memory was it was massive, but it's just small. Right. Yeah, so we get in there. We meet the new principal. I see a couple of cool things. I see some stoop. Like when I was a student, their kids – I haven't seen these adults or my friends, you know, or my classmates right. since high school. Well, they're in there going through the same thing with their son and daughters. So I'm like, Carlos, what's up? You know, yeah. so we haven't seen each other in a while. And then I saw some other folks that I know. So that was really, really cool. So I leave the orientation. It was supposed to be an hour. It lasted two hours. I want it to last longer. I'm raising my hand. I'm asking questions to the principal. I'm like, Jennifer's like, what are you doing? Why are you so into this? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm Do you know when you excited. raised your hand at orientation, if I were a guy at that place, <laughs> I'd, I would memorize your license plate and I would right. come hurt you of for trying to do that. Believe Spending me. Spending two hours I, in orientation? I was out, I was out of my I'd mind. Be furious. Oh, typically I'm like th- that dude, like, dude, keep your hand down. Let's get out of here. I'm trying but to eat dinner. Something came over me, man. I was just possessed by this feeling of Hickory High nostalgia. And so anyway, we leave. I get home and Olivia's waiting for us like how because this is just the oh, adult they don't go. it's no kid orientation okay, they there, theirs came later theirs came Friday this was Monday and I'm coming in there like skipping like ready to talk to Olivia about how great Hickory High is and so she's on the couch how'd it go dad like Olivia you're gonna love it so I give her like five minutes speech of how wonderful Hickory High is and how high school is gonna change your life it's the best thing that's ever happened and then she says okay thanks and just walks upstairs to her room she wasn't buying it. Wasn't My enthusiasm did not catch on with was her. Was not feeling it. And Jennifer was like, damn, dude, you're really trying hard, aren't you? I was like, this is just how I feel. So anyway, it was an interesting orientation. I think I was more excited about high school for Olivia than she was going to it. But she made it through her first day. You know, do you remember your first day of high school? I don't think I remember the very first day. I don't think I do. I was a senior when you were a freshman. Yeah. Do you remember the rite of passage for freshman boys at Hickory High? You mean getting a wedgie? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember, did you get one freshman year? I got three. Your, but not on your first day. Not on my first day. Do you remember, let's just let everybody know what a wedgie you were, is. You were part of two of them. Well, I'm, I'm sure I didn't touch you. Though. I don't. No, I, didn't, didn't. I didn't give anybody a wedgie. No, no, no. I you, thought that you, were, was, you were at the. I'm sure I was event. So I could have said, "Hey, let that guy go," you did but, not. but I did not do that. Yeah, because I had got mine too. Everybody just has to get it, and then it's over with. But a wedgie at Hickory High, and I'm sure everybody across the nation understands what a wedgie is. But it was a rite of passage for freshman boys, whether it be in the cafeteria in front of half the school, or the gym locker room, or the soccer field, or wherever, or at the center. 
you would get your underwear pulled out of your britches, sometimes over your head until it rips. That's the atomic wedgie. Yes, <laughs> atomic wedgie. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, they sometimes it wouldn't rip, yeah. so you were bouncing up and down. Yeah. But it was terrible. It was terrible. And but that's what you would have to go through as a young boy. And I'll never forget this. Don't cut your thing either. If it cuts, if it rips too early, the, we're going we're back. We're going again. back again. Hootie Bowman took a razor blade, cut it very thinly. It ripped like within three seconds. They got him again the next day. Yep. Yeah. So Casey Goodwin, his strategy. He was, and Casey is a boy of mine forever. Love him to death. He was so worried that once the underwear came off, he wouldn't have any underwear. He wore three pairs of underwear, right? Thinking, hey, they'll get one, and then they'll leave me alone, and at least I have two more pairs of underwear. On? On at the same time. So not only did they get the first wedgie, whoa, 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 ripped it right at, at the cafeteria, Casey thought he was go- done. Goes to his locker. It's still lunchtime. Give him the second time, and then he still got his third pair of underwear on. So right at the end of school, three wedgies, one day, world Hickory High School record, I believe. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty awful. Yeah, so you you guys cornered me. I think I've even talked about this on the show. You guys cornered me at Lake Hickory Country Club. Yeah, three days, four days before school, and we were at the pool. You guys were all at the pool. Next thing you know. You guys start like <laughs> you can getting, hear some like start moving around, yeah. and it was like I was a master parkour runner. We were going; it was like me and Vance Hodges and maybe CJ. I don't know, yeah. but we were we were going around the club like jumping walls. You guys were jumping walls. It was like a like you know, Ninja Warrior. It was like thirty minutes of come get me, and finally we I ran in the club, and there was a black tie event, and I was standing in You're the kidding. club soaking wet in my. Um, in my uh, bathing suit, yeah. and you guys were at either door, and I could see you at either door. And the guy at the club was like, "You can't be in here. You cannot be in here. Get out of here." And I'm like, "I ain't going anywhere." I was like, "These cats over here, everybody's after me." And so I, I ended up having to go out, and that's when I got caught. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then my my sister was dating a guy that was in college. Yeah. I went to the first high school football game. And he got me, which I what? think is off limits. You can't do that. If you're off to college, you can't That's give any wedges. That's a freshman on freshman crime. Fresh, a senior, a freshman get it, but it cannot be given by a right. freshman at college. So that was, a, that was a raw deal. Yeah. But the worst one, by far the worst one, was we were on the practice soccer field. I remember, I, I remember this one. We were in the practice soccer field yes. down by the baseball field. Down by the baseball field. Lightning happens. I remember this. We all run it's- to the dugouts. And I look over, and it was it was JV and uh, Varsity were there. Yes. And I look over at the third base. I mean, the first base dugout, and there's all my buddies, all JV yeah. is over there. And I look down at this dugout, and it's all Varsity. I made the mistake to run to the wrong damn dugout, and oh it was goodness. the worst move I ever made. Yeah. I think right about that time, all of us knew what was going down. Yeah. And so I, you know, I gave one of those. <laughs> You know, one of those bad laughs. Yes. And I think, hey guys. I think I got three steps away from the bench right. and was hammered. I remember. Hammered. I mean, and like, I think that one, that one was like the day before school because you had soccer practice before, leading yep. up to school. Absolutely. So the only good thing was when I got hammered, all you guys were like, we ain't messing with you You're at done. school. Just We're going to get, get out all these cats over here. See, so that, yours is done. Exactly. The anticipation of the wedgie was worse than the wedgie itself. Right. You know what I mean? You just want, I would much rather get it over with day one than wait day after day after day because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And but you're you got to dream about it every night instead of just getting it over with. Well, I will tell you that I did in, enjoy having mine over with, yeah. and we'd be at lunch, and all you guys would be at lunch, and you know, we'd be, I'd be like, bah, bah, because you know, we knew each other well before <laughs> sure, then, sure. and I'd walk by your table, I'd be like, ah, yeah, yeah, what's, what's, up, what's up, Chad, what's up, what's up Chad, yeah. yeah, John Wade, what's up, Hootie, you know, and go there, and I'd sit down, and I'd be like, yeah, you guys are in some trouble. <laughs> You guys are just over there shipping me. <laughs> I mean, like, they're they, they talking about you. They're talking about you and you over there. And I wouldn't hold off on you either. So it was, it was kind of a good spot. So wonderful. It was a good spot for me to be at. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, man. Well, um, do you remember, this is just another thing I was telling Olivia, now it doesn't exist there anymore, but do you remember after school, there was that little convenience store right there, you could pop in and go get a slushie, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. or a Kit Kat bar, or they whatever. They sold cigarettes, I didn't it's smoke, but they sold cigarettes. Cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes, I thought that was ridiculous, like people would go in there and buy like 10 cent cigarettes yes, or something. absolutely, and so I was just thinking about my first day of school, walking in there, because we got to kill about 20 minutes between school and the soccer practice, I'm, you know, 
we're low, we're freshmen. We don't we. I got lost in the high school. You know, I don't even know what's going on. So I just randomly ended up at that convenience store, sipping a little slushy outside the outside the door, waiting for soccer practice when the seniors come in, buying the cigarettes, doing all that, you know. And so I just had that memory in my mind, the first day of school, when it's over, what Olivia would do. So this is cool because, you know, she was petrified about going to right. school. When, let me now, Before I tell that story, I dropped her off in the morning. And I felt like when I saw her leave the car, it felt like we were in kindergarten again, you know, dropping her off for the first day. Did you get a little teary-eyed? I didn't because I didn't want her to, you know. And so I looked at her and I said, Olivia, you got this. I said, you know, you've done it at Oakwood. You did it at Grandview. This is just the next step. Go do it here. Yep. And then she looked at me and, you know, she turned back and, and she's like, okay, Dad, I will. And then she starts walking up the stairs. And there's up the stairs, you know what we call the front of Hickory High? It's where the... It used to be the senior. It used to be the senior parking lot. Yeah. That's the front. Right. So I didn't even know where to drop them all, drop her off, but I dropped her off there. And she's walking up there, and she kind of disappears behind a bush. And I'm like, holy cow! I'm trying to keep it together. Like, holy cow! There she goes. I said, I was thinking, I wish she would walk in with someone she knows. Because think about that big school. You're walking in first day, you knowing where no one is, you're nothing. You're all by yourself. You're on your own. And so I'm pulling the car out, and I see one of her girlfriends walking through the parking lot, like. Maybe two hundred yards, and I would. What I wanted to do is roll down the window, and say, Ugh. "Olivia, Olivia, there, she's right here." But I can't do that. Can't do that. I can't do that. But I did slow the car down. And the little girl, she saw me. Her name is Berkeley, and so when she saw me pulling out, she knew that meant Olivia was up there. So she started bah, 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 walking yeah. fast so they could go in there together. So sure. anyway, that was the, how the end, the beginning of the day ended, and then at the end of the day, I'm I'm bringing her home. So I pull into the parking lot. You know, got Smoothie Smoothie King, and then there's the empty parking lot that's just a empty parking lot. It used to be a manufacturing building. So I pull in there, and it's so weird. So I get there at two thirty. School lets out, and so you'll have a couple kids straggle out, and then there's a few more. Then all of a sudden, a flood of kids just rush out of the right. place. And I'm looking, I'm looking around left and right, up and down, looking all over for Olivia. And then I see her and two of her girlfriends. Pop out of the school and they're all smiling because I didn't know. I I didn't know what I was like. They it could be chaos and they're crying or you know she's by herself and her book bags ripped open and papers are falling out. But no, they came out. She had it. She was cool. She came out with her friends. They were smiling and laughing. And so anyway, good first day of high school. That's good. Yes, to be completely honest, that's important. That's important. Yes. Because you got to find like that first day. You got to find your kind of your niche. Because like at lunch, do you find your people and. Where to sit? And do you actually have a table? And do Think you- about those things that you th- – that's what she was worrying about. What if I don't have anybody to sit with at lunch? You know, those little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are big things. And uh, fortunately, it all worked out. And hopefully, Olivia is going to have a fantastic year of Hickory High School. She's on the, she's on the right track. Um, so anyway, that's my first day of school story. Little connection there. Yes, absolutely. Your memory to her memory. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, so anyway, let's take a quick break, Hank, and we'll come back and uh, we'll hit the rest of this podcast. Hello, this is Chris from the Foot Candle Film Podcast. Are you interested in promoting your business to an online audience? Your ad could be right here. Consider advertising on the Mesh Podcast Network. Head over to themesh.tv for details. And we're back. All right, Hank. It was great taking that trip down memory lane, first day of school. And uh, now let's talk a little memory lane between you and I. Last time we left our fantastic big fan listeners, we were on our way to an escapade or an adventure that I had never really tried before. And it involves getting on a boat and wakeboarding slash surfing. So this happened to us two Thursdays ago. I wasn't going to do it. I was worried about my knees, but I tried it, and it was awesome. I mean, what a feeling when you get up on that thing and you're you're surfing. Yeah, it's the coolest. It is pretty um, awesome. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that night. Well, let's talk about let's talk about something first. When we started this thing, it was days in advance, and yeah. you know the the guy that put it together said, "Come out to my boat. Let's get out there about five thirty. Yeah. All of us excited, right? About." Five oh five, Chatty sends a text saying, "I'm out." <laughs> That's not what I said. He said, "I got paper stuff going on. Printing, I can't print, printing, printing stuff. Yes. I got printing stuff going on, and I can't do it." So I sent out a text that said, "You knew about this stuff <laughs> earlier in the week. Put right. that to bed. Go get your bathing suit on and come on out there, right? Because yes. you're gonna miss it, right? Right? You're gonna miss. We it. knew it was gonna be fun. It was gonna yeah. be fun. So yeah. we go out there at first without you, 
Yeah. And we uh, go down the lake, and everything you said about that boat. And then some. And then some. Yes. Okay, so Amazing. this boat creates a wave like we were talking about. It is like the big kahuna. Yes. Right? Yes. So I've done it a couple of times. Get up, have fun, even, you know, go a little bit further than what I have in the past because you really, you know, no rope. You're just kind of surfing along. So it was a lot of fun. And then the, the owner gets out there, and he had prepared <laughs> snacks, and he had... First class all the way. Refreshments yes. and stuff like that. And he had these little these little mozzarella sticks <laughs> with, like, pepperonis wrapped yes. around them. You ever seen those things? Oh, yes. Love okay. Those things. So he gets up, and he says, I'm a little hungry. While he's on the surfboard. While he's on the surfboard. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right. So I throw him this mozzarella <laughs> stick, and he eats it. Okay, which I am wildly impressed with. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. What does he need after he gets something like He's that? He's thirsty. He needs to wash it down. Yes. So we throw him a beer, drinks it. We got some epic pictures yes, of him doing it. But uh, then you get out there, and I think he did very well. Thank you. Yeah, I was a little nervous because water sports are not my gig. Right. I'm good at a million things. Not Hank. driving. Except for driving. <laughs> and I thought water sports, but the second, so the first time, flat on my face. Second time, they said, curl up in a little ball. And then let the let the boat pull you up and then extend your legs as the boat pulls you up. Instead of just trying to pull yourself up, let the boat do the work and popped right up. Popped right up. Yeah, it was fun. But the fun part of the night was the surfing and all that was wonderful. But it was the night was supposed to end right after the, the sun was going down. We were supposed to, let's call it a night. Did you feel us going back to the dock? Like we were like, the night was ending. Yes, it was. The night was done. The night was ending. And then... I don't know really what changed the momentum of the evening. It might have been a couple words like maybe just one more. I don't know. That's I've, I've said that before. You know what? We ran out of beer, and I think the problem was is that you had something else to drink, and we all wanted more to drink. That's right. And That's we right. only had a friend at the other side, side of, of the, the lake, lake. Yes. that – had, so we had to go this way instead of going this way. <laughs> right. And we sat there and talked about it and finished all the beer yes. and what you were drinking. Yes. For a good time. Oh, excellent time. For excellent a good time. No, I'm talking about a good amount of time. Oh, for and, a good, yes, a period so of time. Imagine 1030, we're sitting in the middle of the lake just yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. Go to that gentleman's house, have a couple more beers, yeah. talking. And then we realize it's 1130. <laughs> We might need to get the boat back right. to the house and get back to the house. Because we told everybody at the homestead that we'd be home around 9. So, nine. nine. So anyway, it worked out well. Felt a little tired the next day, Sleepy. but we've been there before. So uh, anyway, it was a great, great time on Lake Hickory. Scott, thank you for the use of the boat. Oh, yeah. And the, the Chris and Michael for the lessons on surfing. That are, was Are excellent. you going out tomorrow night? Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. How about you? No, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. You know, hey. I got a fantasy drive tomorrow or Friday night. I gotta, I, I gotta watch mind. out for. Absolutely, you gotta be a hundred percent Friday. One hundred percent. So um, before we leave today, I would, I did want to give a mad, mad shout out to uh, some folks that actually work here in the Mesh Studios, the Jackson Group or Jackson Creative. Um, I'm flipping through a magazine that I love dearly. It's called Our State Magazine. Have you ever read Our State Magazine? Yeah, it's Dude, amazing. It's a, the coolest magazine because a lot of stuff it shows that you've you've eaten at that place or you've seen that or you've been to that library and, or you know you've been at that movie theater. It's all you've in done that, that magazine. Hike. Yes, you've done that hike absolutely. So I'm flipping through. And I get to the middle, the middle, the center spread. You know that's where the prime time info is about North Carolina, and I open it up. And I see these two ugly mugs staring back at me. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, <"Dude>, that's rude. <laughs> I know these dudes. Oh, these yeah. are the dudes at the Mesh, Jackson Creative, the, the founders of the Foot Candle Film Festival. And they are in the middle spread in our state magazine. It is unbelievable. So it talks all about Hickory and how a, a town like Hickory is bringing big time artists and creative folks to come to sh- broadcast or show their films. Right. So it was a awesome spot for hickory it was an awesome spot for foot uh foot candle film festival now that means foot candle film festival hey let me go ahead and put my advertising voice on here september 27th through 29th fifth annual foot candle film festival brother right here hickory north carolina drendel auditorium at the salt block gotta check it out www.footcandlefestival no foot candle <laughs> film festival Dot com. 
That was a great. Yes, that you. was a great voice you used right there. <laughs> thank you very that much. Is. Yeah, but if you haven't been, you got to check it out. There'll be people from all over the country, shoot all over the world, will come to Hickory, North Carolina, to view these films. So it's, I think, it's a three day event. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe even a little something Thursday night. I'm not sure, but I know it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for sure. So get your tickets. Check them out September 27th through the 29th. Another cool thing that's happening right in Hickory. 27th, 28th, 29th. Three days. Three days. Okay, three days. Well, come early on Thursday if you want to and listen to the band at Bourbon Street. We might be playing the night before. Are you kidding me? Probably so, but I can get a gig there if we need to. No problem. Yeah, you come check us out. Yeah. Okay, we got three songs. Then you can leave early, right? Are they covers? Three songs set. And they're covers. And they're covers. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, I know these songs. You, you've heard me sing them about a million times, so well. yes, you would know them. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about, Auto Lawn. This is the fundraiser here for the Hickory Museum of Art. It is it is next. It's September the 6th, so it's next weekend. Come check out. They've got all these, the most exotic, most beautiful cars. You going to show your Tahoe? <laughs> have the back open, the doors open. I used to have this Chrysler LeBaron black with the I black. Remember you remember it. that thing? I do remember. I always it. think my dad still has that somewhere. I was thinking about bringing it he out. He still there. has that one. Yeah, I would maybe just put the top halfway up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I got, you know, I have a Honda Aero scooter that yes. I got when I was about 13. Imagine me putting it in the middle oh. of all these exotic cars, just positioning Lovely. the. It's white yeah. and blue. It's yeah. pretty impressive. Beautiful. And then uh, you know, you get the kids pick of the the the, the show, and that yours would win. Honda, Honda Aero. Bingo, blue ribbon. But anyway, that's <laughs> happening September 6th. Y'all check it out. That's right down here, downtown Hickory at the Salt Block. I actually help MC that event. It's a lot of fun, great music, great food. You got beer. They got everything a car aficionado would want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, um, Hank, that's everything on my list. Tell me what you got going on this weekend behind, besides our last fantasy football draft. I got a four-day weekend is what I got. Ooh. I got a four-day weekend. Talk to me about so, four-day weekend. We were talking about the fantasy draft. This is really late. But we got to navigate all you yes. morons that want to do multiple right. fantasy leagues, which is right. ridiculous to me. Yes. Put all your eggs in one basket. Let's play one. I understand you want to see your boys. So yes. I understand that. That's what it's but all so about. We got this, this fantasy draft, which is going to be great. But we got a baseball tournament in Morganton in the morning, right? So I got to cool my jets a little bit, right? But the good thing is, is you can space it out because I got four days to work with. What a feeling, knowing you have that extra day. Right. Right. So, you know, Sunday is like double Saturday. <laughs> yes. It's double Saturday, right? Double. That's what I'll start calling Sunday for Labor Day, double Saturday. Double Saturday. Yes. All right. So, you know, we're going to do fantasy. Then we got baseball. Then we got church on Sunday. Mm. I've got a free Sunday. Double Saturday. Double Saturday. College football starts too we this to, weekend. We ought to patent that. I, you know double what? Saturday. Why Put don't we? Put it on we? a shirt. Why don't we? I love that, Hank. So on your double Saturday after church, what would you fall into? It might be a day of rest. You might just want to rest and sleep. You could. Or you could go out to the lake. You could go to the pool, grill out, go see a movie, hit baseball with the kid. The sky's the limit on double Saturday. Double Saturday. There's nothing holding you back. No limits. No limits, double Saturday. No limits on double Saturday. Yeah. Anyway, dude, thank you for bringing that up because I had forgot we had that extra that extra. Yeah, day. you know, and it... it, it I, I personally think it's great. You can get more rest time, less work time. Mm-hmm. Tuesday's my Monday. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up, brother. Oh, I, love I don't this. know what it's about, but I'll do it. Yeah. Now, you know what? We'll need, we'll, let's make some shirts. Let's call Addison. We'll make some shirts. Double Saturday, fun day, whatever we want to Guess call it. Guess what? It's Labor Day. Double, Double Saturday. Saturday. Let's do it. Bingo. Love it. And uh, let's leave our, our big fan fans with this. So the video from last week, Hank, you saw it. Tell the audience a little bit about it. I haven't been able to view it yet. The big fan video. You I'm know, a little upset you haven't been able to view it yet. Gosh, i got to be not, completely it's honest. It's not very smart so, of me. So um, I watched it, I think, Harris had to go to bed early for Monday for school. Ray went to bed early. So what did I do? I grabbed my iPad, sat down, and watched it. Yes. I think it's quite interesting to watch yes. what we're talking about because, you know, you exp- you know, I'm in here. I watch your facial expression. Right. You know, you see mine and everything yeah. else. But I think it was it was fun to see. Um, but you know, you still have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do need to get the makeup artist in here next time. And I said Very last shiny. time, we we are the talent. 
We need beverages. We need food. We need something in here for the talent. Come on. You do understand. We're on YouTube now, for God's you sake. We need some radio. stuff. You can't be eating while we're talking on here. I just wanted to sit here. I don't. I, that's just a jar of pickles. Like cornucopias the, yeah, with corn, like fruit yes, exactly. coming out. That's all I need. All right. But anyway, tell, tell our guys how they get there. So they go to YouTube or yep. tell them how well, we get there. I mean, there. I think we went to, we went to the, the, the mesh.tv. TV. Yeah. I, I, when I looked at it, I went to the mesh.tv and then there was a, you know, the good thing is that the mesh, there's some smart ones at the mesh. They, they are? They, I know. There's some smart ones at the mesh. And so they didn't want our download to just go straight video because then everybody's phone would be jammed up with sure. it. They wanted it to be just the podcast, the regular podcast. But you can go there, and right where it shows the podcast for the big fan, yeah. it'll show the video podcast got too. It. So you got the audio and then the video if you want. Right beside it Perfect. or right underneath it. So um, it's pretty easy to find. Wonderful. Even you can find it. Thank you. Well, I will check that out tonight, Hank. Uh, I will look forward to it and – I definitely look forward to seeing you Friday night. Can I, before we leave, can I just talk a little bit about the draft? Sure. You are drafting at what number? Number nine. Number nine. You? I'm drafting at number seven. Okay. So at number seven, you're going to have a wide receiver or running back there. At number nine, it looks like a lot of wide receivers for you. But you could grab a running back as yep. well. Um, um, in our draft uh, this past weekend, it went a little bit of change of plans from other draft. It went Saquon, Christian. Alvin Kamara, then no, Christian, and then Patrick Mahomes went third, third overall. Third overall. Wow. Then Alvin Kamara, then Zeke. That's how that went. Number five's got to be happy about that. They were thrilled, thrilled. So uh, anyway, can't wait to see what's in store for Friday night. We've got some guest pickers coming oh. in. Just is going to be an incredible. Who night. do you think you're going to? Who do you want at seven? I can't tell you because you're going to be at not. But because what if these cats listen are listening? I'll just tell you. I can't tell you. I'll tell the audience later. There is one dude I have in mind that I really want. On you my really team want? Okay. Really want. And if I didn't get him, I would make do. But I'm planning my draft based on getting this dude. So it doesn't matter to me, obviously. Because yeah, I'm going to draft you're him prior. Draft him before me, right? Yeah. Right. Don't. Yeah. Yes. Do you have a dude in mind? I've got kind of. I I have done your philosophy of mock drafting. The bejesus out of it, okay? <laughs> so I have run every single one yes. out there. And um, I don't know. I mean, doing the wide receiver, wide receiver thing is kind of t- tough, but good because those running backs where I'm at are risks. Yes. Every one of them. I like the wide receiver, wide receiver strategy at the turn at 12, but at 9, I like maybe wide receiver, running back, or vice versa. Or vice versa. If, you know what if, I'm saying? No, I mean, I like that too, yeah. but I think you can't go running back, running back. Right. I think you got to get because that those wide receivers up there are so good. Yes, but I don't know. We'll see, man. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I hope you get luck, Andrew Luck. <laughs> hope you get Lamar Miller. You know he blew out his ACL. <laughs> I do. Okay, great. Wait. I hope somebody picks him. I hope somebody picks him, and I hope it's your brother. <laughs> it probably will be. You know where my brother is right now? Where he's at the U.S. Open in New York City. They flew With in yesterday. Mom? Yes, they went to see. Coco Golf, she's the rage, the 14 year old, just phenomenal tennis player, the, the American. So who won last night? They got to see her play. Awesome! How cool is and that? And she got a sponsor exemption, right? Like she, I I'm don't know. Sure, if she I'm made the sure. tournament. That I, might be the okay. case. I'm not sure. But anyway, the U.S. Open to me, if you love tennis, I think it's the best major because there are matches going on till one o'clock in the morning every you love night. That. I love it. I stayed up and watched. They serve beer there. <laughs> they only cost twelve bucks a piece, but yes, they serve beer. Jeremy's putting a house payment <laughs> down on that place right I now. I think he's actually sneaking in little liquor, airplane bottles, in, in his pockets, so he didn't have to pay twelve bucks because that's what I do. Twelve bucks a beer, forget about it. Yep. He broke. But anyway, uh, you guys, thank you for listening to the Big Fan. Please check us out next week. Check out, check us out on the uh, video portion of our podcast as well. Can't wait to talk to you in two weeks. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.